Welcome to Let's Take More Neck. This is Devontae. And I'm Eric. Let's take more neck. Mmm, y'all hear what I say. Let's take more neck for your mother and your brother. We gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days And it's strange people living strange ways So expect, let's take more neck The Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions And Eric doesn't give a single fuck about it <laughs> But I do And I went down to that fucking parade Yeah, how was that? And it was fucking awesome Yeah It was, it was amazing I mean, how many times... How many times in your life is your team that's in your city going to win a championship and you get to experience all the fans that come together? There was fucking almost a million people there. These athletes don't get paid that kind of money because people don't care. I mean, but, if everyone was like me, they wouldn't get paid a dollar because no one would watch. People, There's been other fucking championship parades. I've not seen almost a million people. I believe that. Especially with how many people live in Colorado now and just... It was fucking crazy. Oh, I saw the pictures. I don't know. It was crazy. You seen me in those. <laughs> you seen yeah. me in there. You seen me in there in the back. No, it was fucking dope. Definitely the most fucked up I've ever been on a Thursday. That's for damn sure. So, okay, I'm curious. What got you into sports, like viewing sports? I get playing sports because I play sports. But mm. what intrigues you about watching sports? It, I mean, I get it's a very popular thing, something, even though I don't partake it, and I know other people don't as well, but it's a very popular viewing content mm. people like to watch football basketball what intrigues you so much about it i'm kind of curious and so when i was younger whenever my dad was staying with us he would have on football or basketball i remember watching it from like four years old so as long as i can remember i've been watching football or basketball on occasions there would be baseball and i'd watch baseball i've always been and i've been playing basketball since i was like four so i guess really intrigued me it's just something i knew okay from but you, you, so your dad likes sports, so you watch sports with mm-hmm. him. Well, it would just be, it would just be on the TV if I was like in the living room with my mom or whatever. It would be on, and my mom likes sports too. Like my mom played basketball when she was younger. Nice, that's that's fair. So who did you root for growing up? Because you guys don't really have a team close to you. Uh, well, I mean, growing up there was the St. Louis Rams. How far away was St. Rams? Louis? Is an hour, hour and a half from where I grew up. Okay, so it's like from here to Denver essentially. It wasn't too far. Uh, the next closest basketball team is the Memphis Grizzlies, three hours away. Baseball, again, we had the Cardinals. Grizzlies were the closest NBA team, but there's almost zero Memphis Grizzlies fans. Everybody's like a like a Lakers fan. We got some Bulls fans. We got some Warriors fans. You know, basketball, everybody was kind of all over the place. I didn't have a team growing up except for, like, Ohio State. That was the only team that I rooted for. More of their uh, football program, right? All of their sports. It doesn't fucking sports. matter. Okay. Okay. Football, basketball, <laughs> no, lacrosse, awesome. water polo, don't care. <laughs> no, water polo. But why, like why Ohio State? So when I was younger, you know, whenever you, you're watching sports, you kind of just jump on a bandwagon. Like most people jumped on fucking the New England Patriots dick mm-hmm. when I was younger because, I mean, they were fucking probably the best team of our generation, and I fucking hated the Patriots. So Miami was the best team whenever I was f- five, and I was, I was jumping on the bandwagon. I was like, all right, this is going to be my team, whatever. And then they're in the national championship against Ohio State, and Ohio State beat them. And I was like, who the fuck is this team? I was like, that's it. You just beat the best team that's supposed to be around. You're in my new team, and I've just been with them (laughs) ever since. Okay, that's fair. Became a Nuggets fan. 
when I moved to Colorado, and that was before the Nuggets were actually any good. Okay. Yeah, I moved here whenever was Joker. It might have been his rookie years. Whenever I moved here, either his rookie year or his like his second year in the league is whenever I moved to Colorado. I don't, you don't know who Joker is, do you? Uh, the, the Serbian. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I mean, I I catch it. You know? <laughs> I don't live completely under a rock. No, I think you know sports always intrigued me because you know I played them growing up like you, but you know I lost interest by high school really. Because, I mean, I'd play team sports, and then I realized I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, I'm an okay athlete, but, you know, my mom's pretty short, my dad's pretty tall and athletic, but I was like, all right, I know I'm not going to take this anywhere. So I'm, like, competing, and then also it, it had to do a, a lot with your teammates. So if your teammates were dropping the ball, which, you know, I definitely played with some uh, questionable uh, players, as we all have, you know, growing up, especially elementary school, middle school, and I was like, well, this sucks. Like, this guy sucked. Like, he missed that shot, and we lost the game, and it had nothing to do with me, and I really fell out of sports by probably yeah, the end of middle school, I was like, it was more frustrating. I was just like, oh, I remember we played, I was on a Y team and I played for the middle school that I went to. And the middle school team that I played was, that I played for was pretty good. We were a pretty good team. And then the Y team, it was like a bunch of hacks, but it was fun. It was like buddies. And I'll, I'll never forget one game where, you know, we were just getting absolutely rocked because some of my friends were just not athletes at all. <laughs> and I was like getting so frustrated with them because I wanted them to compete like the middle school team, even though obviously they weren't on that level. And, you know, we lost that game by like 50 points. And I remember at the very end, we were playing a really good team, like the best team in the, the Y League middle school male team or whatever. And this guy was like bringing the ball up court. And of course we weren't going to win. I was still playing hard defense. And I was like, he was like, oh, like, what are you doing, man? Let me just take like this crazy three. And I like, like knock the ball out of his hand. He's like, oh, whatever. Like we beat you by 50 points. And you know, it just like killed me. I was just like, oh, fuck this. And that's actually when I got into individual sports. So like, that's when I started shooting competitive archery. And then I did fishing tournaments too. That's how you know you went to a really privileged school. Competitive archery. It wasn't through the school. It was oh. through, like, the Junior Olympics at, like, the archery range oh, or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually had archery, but not yeah, – it, like it wasn't, like, yeah. a team sport. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a sport, though. You guys probably had water polo, too. <laughs> ah, fuck. I don't know. Did Cherry Creek have water polo? Probably it probably so. does, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Fucking how many, it's, like, like, a college like, campus, man. Yeah. 4,000 like, students yeah, yeah, on the exactly. campus. So. That's fucking stupid as shit. But that's where I grew up. I thought it was stupid as shit. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I mean, I've talked about this already. Like, oh, look at my neighbors. They have Ferraris and nice cars. And I was like, cousins. I mean, just people in my life that had money or friends that I knew. And I was like, none of that impressed me. I was like, eh. I just, I didn't care about it. You know, I knew their struggles. I knew what they went through. And I was like, eh, I just want to get the fuck out of there. So whenever so, you were playing the team sports, did you find yourself getting really upset with your teammates most of the time? Yeah, when... I was one of the better players, but if I was one of the worst players, I would have been like, damn, like, sorry, like, my dad married a five-foot-tall Asian woman, like, sucks to suck, everyone. I'm just not that tall, you know? So, depending on where you're at, you know? Yeah, I mean, my thing was if... You didn't get frustrated with people. Oh, I was... Oh, basketball? I was an asshole. Yeah, that's what I mean. I I was a fucking (laughs) asshole. But it was because I, I tried so hard. I competed so hard. Like, I wanted our team to actually be good. Even though we didn't have our our basketball team wasn't good at all, mm-hmm. I wanted us to be the best that we could fucking be. And I hated when people just fucking moseyed along on the fucking course. Like, dude, just fucking play. Like, goddamn, why the fuck did you try out for a team if you're not gonna fucking play hard? Like, why do you want to play this? Is it a social event for you? If it's a social event for you, don't come fucking playing with me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're not gonna fucking compete the best of your ability, yeah, none of us are fucking 
our team anyway, none of us were going to go play Division One basketball. But, I mean, if you weren't super talented, all I asked was that you fucking hustled. I just don't like when people don't try shit. When they don't fucking try, drives me fucking crazy. Like I don't well, like I knew I knew so there does were, most of the U.S. population bother you? Today, most then? humans bother me. <laughs> I love I love them, but they fucking bother me. It's like why are you so? It's because they're afraid to go out and like do shit. It drive it literally drives me crazy. Like oh, I oh I, I see it all the time, man. dude. Whenever I was younger, Lane, my best friend, he was kind of fat. Okay, well he was fat, not kind of fat. He was fat, and I would always I would always be walking somewhere walking to a friend's house and walking to the park summertime i was rarely home and so there was one friend that lived all the way across town which all the way across town where i'm from honestly it was like a maybe a 15 to 30 minute walk all right that's not very fucking long at all and it was hot it's very humid there and i was like hey dude we're gonna go over to uh, our friend's place and he was like is someone picking us up i was like no motherfucker, we're gonna walk he was like oh man it's so fucking hot outside i was like listen I'm going to grab these two jugs of water. I'll carry them so you don't have to. But we're taking our asses over there. I'm not sitting here doing nothing. And we get outside and we make it a block. And he's like, no, dude, I'm not going. Like, I was like, actually pissed. I was like, why are you being so lazy? And I just, I ended up walking away and walking all the way there with these two jugs of water in my fucking pocket with my shorts falling down. I'm holding up my pants while I'm walking. <laughs> and it's just, it was like things like that that used to drive me crazy. My brother. My brother and I did not really get along until like I moved out. And we get along really well now. But growing up, he just wouldn't try shit at all. And we would get in so many fights because he would just refuse to try anything. I was like, why are you being so lazy? And those type of people, I, th I think he's pretty good about it now. But those type of people irk me. And, yo, so what is, you want someone to try to the best of their ability, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we should all want that. You know, people are, but in different ways. Now, not, again, I think a lot of people, you know, we have had men on here, you know, play a lot of video games. I do believe they're very competitive playing video games. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people that watch sports, very competitive watching sports, you know, or playing sports. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there is competition in life. And it's funny that how I view it, of course, is, is so, it's not different. I think a lot of people view it. It's like, I want to compete not with my bank account, but like more or less the resources you can accumulate as mm -hmm. a, as a human, like, okay, I understand how our economic system works. How can I accumulate most resources? Like that's what's interesting to me. So, so this week you, you were probably very excited. The nuggets won, and then you went to the parade. Do you know what's happening with the fed at all and the interest rate hikes or anything? You don't know what's mm -hmm. going on. Do you have interest in it? Yeah. I mean, I stay away from fucking news, dude, just because it's so negative. No, it's, I mean, it's just how our financial system works. Like, you know, and it's usually in the, the news and I, I avoid the news. Well, okay. But do, are you in, okay. But you want to have a family one day, mm -hmm. right? And you want to have the financial resources to, to take care of a family. Mm -hmm. Correct. So you probably should or would want to have an interest in how our, our financial probably system so. works. Probably so. I think, yeah. I think my thing is that I just don't understand <laughs> most of it. I look at it and it's like, what the fuck? Like I'm sitting there trying to understand it. I'm just like, I, I'll take down a couple of things, but that's how it's going to have to be right now until I watch it again and then learn bits and pieces. It's like a fucking kindergarten level with that shit. Does it interest you? Because this stuff isn't taught in school. You know, I have my MBA, but I learned all this way before. This is something even in high school I became interested in, you know, more than sports. Obviously, I, I ran track and cross country, but that was it. You know, finance is interested in me the most because... 
know, I saw rich people around me, but I worked minimum wage jobs and I saw how hard it was to make money. And I was like, damn, like, this is how most people live. Like, I don't want to live like this. Like, I want to have the freedom. Like, I don't need to be some rich motherfucker. I just don't want to be trapped where I'm, you know, a boss tells me what to do because it sucked. I was like, man, I'm working for people sucks. You know, I recognize that in high school and you don't make any money. Like there's other ways to make money. So I started learning, okay, how does our financial system work? And what are all these rich people doing? Where again, they're clearly retaining wealth and making more money with their money. So that's what interested me. I never was a sports fan, probably because my parents weren't either though. Because I think that was like a learned thing. Like we didn't watch sports. You know, my dad was into watching us play sports and then playing sports with us. Like if we played basketball or we swam or we, I did lacrosse. I never played football, but you know, that was cool to him. But yeah, watching, we never went to Nuggets games. You know, we never went to Avs games. You know, obviously my parents could afford it, but that was just not into, we were skiing, we were hiking, we were camping, mm-hmm. stuff like that. We're, again, typical Colorado stuff. It's interesting. So the Fed paused. They're saying, oh, inflation isn't that bad, which it has come down quite a bit. And so they're saying, they call it a hawkish pause, where they're going to pause interest rate hikes. It's about 5% right now. The Fed funds rate is what they call it. So you could look at it as the borrowing rate. So the cost to borrow money right now is pretty expensive, whether you're buying a house or a car, starting a business, have a line of credit, uh, credit cards. It's very expensive to borrow other people's money. I think there's people that are in finances that don't necessarily even follow it that closely. And again, it's not, it really isn't brain surgery. It's just like, it's expensive to borrow money. So if you have money, you can loan it out and make money. You can make money off interest rates, which we've never seen in our lifetime. Obviously it's cheaper to rent than own a home now. Like people that are jumping into the housing market are fools in my opinion. And now again, if you're going to buy a house where you can cash flow it, and it becomes an asset. A house is a liability. People think, oh, home ownership is, that's the way to be. It's like, no, not necessarily. Unless you are making money off of real estate, they are liabilities. The hot water heater goes out, you're liable. Anything happens, you're liable. Versus if you rent, which rents are, you know, basically two thirds of home ownership now with these interest rates and these prices, you're better off renting. And so everyone jumping in, no, I get there's very intelligent investors. And again, there's people that are paying cash for homes. It's like, okay, I get there's intelligent people buying homes, but I think there's a lot of people just caught up in the hype of like, oh, I got to own a home. It's like Bitcoin, like, oh, I got to own Bitcoin. And then it went to what, $64,000, went right back down. And I know it's hovering around 20 something now, but- It's still low because it was, whenever I got out of there, it was like 30 something. Mm -hmm. But that's, so it's below what you got out of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, who knows? Again, it- why assets got ballooned to such an insane amount is because of all the liquidity, they call it money they put into the system. So it's funny, even as we talk about this, like this gets me excited. Like I'm sure you were excited at the Nuggets game yesterday. I'm excited. I'm like, huh, like hawkish pause. So they might hike their like interest rates. in fucking term. <laughs> it's kind of like a, they're negative. They're not optimistic about how things are going in the economy. Mm-hmm. When they need to stimulate the economy, they'll lower interest rates. And, and that's kind of spurs people to spend more money and they print money. Who's so. in control of changing interest rates and shit? It's our Federal Reserve. You know, they're just, they're just like, you know what? Today we're feeling like hiking the fucking interest rates. More, it's, a, it's a little more complicated than that. But yeah, more or less. Mm-hmm. It's, they, they go hand in hand with our government. If you don't think our government is like telling these motherfuckers what to do because it's an election year next year, you're right. That's the kind of shit we don't know about. It's a fucking game. Oh, you know what's what's always been crazy to me is that we spend the most valuable thing in life 
to make this thing that we have deemed the most valuable item in the world. So we spend our time, mm-hmm. which is the most valuable thing we could possibly have. That's correct. To make money. Mm-hmm. That's just a piece of paper that is just a made up value. It only has value because you and I say it does. Exactly. <laughs> and we will kill over it. We will fight to the death for it. And while we're doing that, we're completely throwing our life away. Oh, well, that's a little bleak, but I mean, that's kind no, of what, what we are. What but we are capitalism. Dude, we're <laughs> yeah. fucking nine to five, and we're, that's a time where we could be really having a, a good life. But we're sitting here, and we're, we're spending it doing shit for most, most Americans, I believe. We're spending it doing shit that we hate. I've worked in the grocery industry. I've, most of those people hate their fucking lives. They are some of the most. There's some really good people in there. One hundred percent. There's some really good people, but you can tell they hate their fucking lives because they've worked at the grocery store for twenty plus years. Sometimes they're shit, shit humans. I'm like, why are you so upset? Like you chose to work here twenty something years ago, where you probably could have left and done something different, but you stayed because you were afraid of what else was out there. You got too comfortable. In this and what you know. And then now it's fucked up your life mentally, where you're kind of an asshole now. I so mean, jobs we need, do that to a lot of people. Yeah, but it's jobs. because we <laughs> stick to jobs that we fucking hate. Like if you've got a family, people. I get it. If you have a family and you have to provide and maybe you're the only provider, I understand that. Well, I think that's what makes life meaningful. Now you're talking about meaning in life versus a job. They still fucking you know? hate their job. I mean, I think my parents are a good example of that, but they had a lot of meaning because of the family they raised, Mm -hmm. which is very admirable for them, honestly, very admirable. Now, it's interesting. A lot of people are swinging the other way. I see it with my cousins, other people I know where we care more about our lifestyle. I mean, even my job, personal training, they, you know, people know it as a lifestyle job for a reason. You're not going to get rich doing it, but if you're good with money, it's a decent living that you can, you know, do well with, especially as a single guy. But, you know, I don't hate my job waking up every day. You know, I actually enjoy it. I get to help people. I have the flexibility. I kind of can bounce around. You know, it allows me to have multiple other jobs. So I have multiple streams of income. I don't feel like I'm burned out even doing this. Like, yeah, it was a long week. Worked a lot, but, you know, I feel pretty fresh still. You know, I don't, I'm not just like, oh my God, I need to just watch Netflix now and Mm -hmm. do nothing. You know, I I got gas in the tank um, because I don't dread going to work every day. Yeah, a lot of people can't say that. I'd say most people can't say that. Oh, most most people really do not enjoy their life at all. But it's hilarious because they live lifestyles where they're, they're slaves to their jobs because they mm-hmm. have crazy car payments. They have crazy <sighs> mortgages. They have crazy credit card debt. They have crazy, mm-hmm. you know, they got to have the nicest, you know, clothes and jewelry and whatever. And they become a slave to their expenses. Dude, so. take your ass. <laughs> fuck the name brand shit. I'm telling people that. I promise you, someone walks down and they have a fucking Gucci bag and somebody walks by me and they have a fucking Dollar General bag. I don't give a fuck. I'm probably going to like the person who bought the fucking Dollar General bag more than I'm like the person who spent $1,000 on a fucking Gucci bag, to be honest with you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, why are we spending that much money on a fucking... It's, a, it's so crazy to me that we will spend $1,000 on something just because we think... That we're gonna have some type of status from it. No, that's what dopamine is. That's what nice car when you buy a new car, when you buy a new bag, when you that's that's what the buildup is. We're 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 an entire society addicted to dopamine, and I think our 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 neuroreceptors are absolutely trashed at this point. Everybody's between TikTok and 
consumerism, fucking porn. I mean, just everything, everything we're stimulated with. You know, okay, so all the people at the Nuggets parade, that's a lot of stimulation. Like, meanwhile, me, like, ooh, interested in what the stock market's doing, kind of what's going on. It's the same stuff. We're, like, bombarding ourselves with a lot of stimulus. I mean, more than we've ever seen. Like, getting a million people together. You know, we haven't evolved. Our brains haven't evolved for 100,000 years. It's a lot of stimulation. You know, we're all, whatever you're doing. I mean, it's just the awareness. I'm not saying it's all good. It's all bad. It's just, like, we are the most stimulated species ever. Someone that says, like what you just said, oh, why the fuck would someone spend $1,000 on a bag? They'd look at you and be like, why the fuck wouldn't I spend $1,000 on this bag? Or $100,000 on this new Mercedes. Yeah. So. I think you're probably pretty fucking ridiculous, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're, you think you're there. ridiculous Dude, for not There's doing people <laughs> out there that will fucking spend their whole, their whole month's worth of making on something that expensive just to go off and show it off. It's like, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't care which you could have on. I don't wear any name brand shit. I just don't. You got holes in your shirts. I have right holes now. in my fucking <laughs> shirt right now. Okay, the only name brand thing I have on me is my fucking Nike socks. Like I don't, I don't wear name brand shit. Like I don't care. Like I shop at the cheapest fucking places. You know, Sheen, Zara, is the like most expensive. I go, it's like $45 for a pair of jeans, like $40 for a shirt. I don't shop there often. This is about as expensive. H&M. I'm shopping at H&M. That's, now we're tying it all back into the differences between men and women, like always. And how we think is our brains are much more wired to, okay, gather resources. So in order to gather resources, you we limit our spending. I think if you take the average guy. Now, again, there's guys that love flashy things and to consume. Don't get me wrong, lots of them. But I think as a man, especially someone like you or me, it's like, oh, we, you know, you forego that. You're more interested in, oh, I got to like save money. I got to, you know, be able to provide for myself. Mm-hmm. And obviously for you, like, well, and, and me now, right. you know, a child and, and a family. Um, that's our inherent drive versus, I mean, they've, they've done the studies. 80% of the consumer base are females. It makes sense. They're just wired that way. It's not bad. Just like we're not bad for the way we're wired, but we're very different. So it's just kind of funny we talk about this, but it, and it is both, both sexes, but as a whole, I mean, it's kind of funny. So since I've been Ubering, one thing I've noticed, I pick up a lot of girls from the mall or, uh, shopping ex like experiences, like, uh, expeditions, I guess hmm. it's a big thing. I think actually a girl I drove yesterday was definitely like a Filipino bride or something. And I took her to her, probably her husband or boyfriend's house, but she had, Fucking, we stacked that Corolla full of bags and stuff. Jesus. Took her to a nice, nice house in Loveland, and you know, I, it's funny. The guy was like working out in the garage, and you just tell he's maybe ex-Marines or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny. I'm like, yep, I'm sure he's paying for all this right now. And it's he had a couple cars too, but he's probably just like, I don't want to drive you. It's just go Uber, Uber there, Uber back. She probably doesn't even have a driver's license, but I've had a couple of people like that. But again, a lot of females not talking shit on them just it's an interesting thing i've only done it three weeks and i've probably done 20 30 trips just female shopping lots of bags you know coming into the car and i'm like huh like and a lot of them will even say like oh just doing some retail i'm like oh you know how's your day going blah 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 they're like oh doing retail therapy very common thing they say to me i'm like huh interesting i don't like men really don't do that you know we don't do retail therapy i wonder what the male equivalent is though 
uh, I think we buy big ticket items. You know, I think like my bicycle is like a big ticket item mm-hmm. if when it comes to consuming. But well, I mean, if they do uh, retail therapy, I don't. What what would be the equivalent to that? Because it maybe for us it's it's not spending money. Maybe it's going out drinking. Uh, maybe well, I mean girls like to do. That maybe it's going tonight. out playing sports. And it's not like guys don't like to shops, but oh, I love to shop, but not expensive yeah, shit. You're not. Yeah, it's not like you're like oh retail therapy. You're not gonna say that to your like Uber driver with like nine bags. No, you know, <laughs> dude. I it takes me forever to make a decision on buying something because I'll go through every type of process. Like I'll I'll be in in the store and I'll look at this fucking shirt. I'm like, oh man, it's a nice shirt. And I'll look at the price and it says $45. I'm like, God damn, do I really want to spend $45? And then I'll go look and see if there's other shirts that are cheaper that <laughs> I like. And then I'll be like. So you're cost conscious. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's why it takes me so long shopping. I've found what I want, but I have to break it down in my head. Do I want to spend $40 on one shirt or could I spend $40 at the grocery store and get food for three days? How many times am I going to wear this shirt? What happens if it's got a fucking big ass hole, big ass rip in it? Comes if I outgrow it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a, it's a long process for me, and that's why I'll spend two hours in a fucking store, and then I won't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> I will not get a fucking thing. It's yeah. too well, long of a process. I think like most of the consumer debt, you know, if you look at credit card debt, is held by women too, which makes sense, I guess. You know, I think that is. How we're wired. I think a lot of men shop like that. I do that. Again, the rare times I go shopping for clothes, and it's very, I'm kind of in and out. It's very utilitarian based. It's like, okay, what do I actually need for what? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose? Am I going to use this? Not just to buy it to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I was like, shit, most of my stuff's right off. So if I can't write it off, I ain't doing it. Dude, I don't remember the last time I've bought something just to buy it. I don't think I've. Yeah, just consciously to, ever just done to that. get like a dopamine hit, basically. Of, yeah, oh, I gotta buy this to have it, like a trinket. No, <laughs> just so it's like just there, just because I have it. No, well, I mean right. the last thing that I've spent money on that was expensive was the newest Xbox, mm-hmm. and it was still it was the cheapest one I can get, and I got it. And I can tell you that thing is broke down now <laughs> and it doesn't work. I haven't fixed it. And I haven't played it, and I don't know if I'm gonna get it fixed anytime soon. Well, I mean that's <laughs> that's funny. I mean, again, everything we're talking about makes sense, and and of course because there's more individual, we're more individualistic as a society. You know, even though women are out earning men, a lot of times men have more money than women, as we've talked about before. A lot of my friends that work, you know, jobs that don't make a ton of money. You know, if they've been single into their thirties now. They've accumulated a lot of wealth. They have a lot of money just because they don't spend it. You know, they, they don't, you know, especially my very intelligent friends that are good at investing, like, fuck, they grew up like me. They're, they're doing very well versus a lot of girls I know that are engineers, attorneys, my sister, her friends, um, doctors, like they live a lot more, not necessarily paycheck to paycheck, but they're consuming a lot more, traveling a lot more, Mm -hmm. buying more. You know, I don't think it, investing interests women as much there's a lot of women that run actually hedge funds and stuff that do very well so it's not a, a linear across the board but from what i've seen because we've become so individualistic it is funny to see how men and women re- really are going to the extremes of our biology i mean you're seeing that because everyone again we don't need each other as much you know women own their own real estate men own their own real estate or rent their own place you know we don't we're not combining as much as we used to, but 
the catch 22 to that is we don't have that reciprocal side to us, that yin and yang, you know? I think we're becoming super similar. I think men aren't men too much anymore. Mm-mm. Well, you're more rewarded for not when, you know, for me, I was, in my 20s, I was just marching along with the mantra, we are the same, we blow each other's backs out and we are the same. Fuck it. I mean, I really, and I believed it. I was like, fuck yeah, like this is great for a guy. Fuck. I mean, we can just fuck each other the same. We don't need each other. And hang out with my boys, you know, make money, have fun with them, sleep with women just casually. It was great. I mean, it's it's funny, you know, and I, of course, I listen, listen to older generations and they were jealous. They're just like, man, like you guys are fucking crazy, especially with Tinder and all the dating apps. They're like, man, like swiping and a new partner and all, you know, especially a lot of these guys married 20, 30, 40 years. They're like, oh, man, I'd, I'd kill for that, you know, and I'm like. At the time, I was like, fuck yeah, you guys are all idiots. And now I'm like, eh, it has its own set of problems. Mm-hmm. Like you you have the yin and yang aspect that a lot of our generation doesn't have anymore because most people, not most, but a lot of people are single. Well, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people just don't want to put up with the whole dating shit anymore. Let me be honest oh, with you. Oh, that's 100% for sure. I, I don't want to put up with it. I'm not going to lie to you. How does it feel being single? It's fucking amazing. It's... it's <laughs> It's going to be tough for me to go back to be with somebody. I'm not <laughs> even kidding sound you. Like me. Well, it's, it's because like I'm, hey, at least you haven't had a taste of like two mouths on. The no. No. no, no. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just out here. I don't have to answer anybody. I don't have to tell anybody like, hey, I'm going to go do this. I don't. There's. I have no arguments. I haven't had an argument in how long have I been single now? Ten months. Yeah, sounds about right. About ten months. Damn near. Nine or ten months. So. Just a little bit under 10 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's say nine months. I've been full-term single. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to... I have no arguments. <laughs> I have no one to answer to. I My friends hit me up. And they're like, hey, Devonta, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll come hang out with you guys. Or when I'm in a relationship. Nope, they hit me up. I'm like, yeah, let me see what my girl's got planned. Like, Man, fuck all that. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I if I want to go... I, what I want, if I'm going to get with a girl, it's like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with, you know, Zach and the boys. Uh, I don't know what time I'm going to be home, but I'm just going to be with them. So, you know, just hit me up later if you need something or whatever. And I want to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I trust you. Whatever. Cool. See you in tomorrow, maybe. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to come home tonight. I have no one to answer to. And I always said, I was like, the only person I should ever have answered to is my mother. And I don't live with her no more. And I live <laughs> thousands of miles away. I'm not. An, my mom doesn't know half the shit I'm doing out here. Mm-hmm. So I don't answer nobody. If I want to go that do shit, like I go do shit. Sounds like a typical millennial. Yeah. No, you sound like the rest of us. <laughs> We're all beating the same drum, man. It's, 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 but, I mean, that's why. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just because relationships have become, it seems so one-sided now. And this is, maybe this is just from my experience. Because I can't speak on anybody else's experience. But it's like. You say one thing, you share an opinion, if you're just joking around even, and like the woman just goes off on you for no reason. I'm like, what? whoa, 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 I'm just kidding. Like, this is what I do. You knew I was a jokester before you got with me, and all of a sudden you're taking this shit seriously. It's like, I'm, I can't, I'm not dealing with that. Like, if you can't joke around with me and just have a good time. Like, I love talking shit. I love talking shit. I, I talk shit with all my friends. It's my love language. It's my number one love language. <laughs> and if 
if you know that's what I do and then we get in a relationship and then now all of a sudden it's become a problem, the fuck? No, not dealing with that no, shit. No, I, mean, I don't think you were meant to be with that person because I don't think that's... Well, it's happened. It's not, it's not, it just wasn't that person. It wasn't just one person. Yeah, I know. But still, I mean, there's, there's women you can be yourself around. You know, again, I'm fucking insane. I know that. I don't know. But I do believe we probably need each other. I mean, I recognize that. I'm like, okay. You know, a lot of people are lonely. I'm not saying you are. I mean, especially, you know, you're still in your twenties, but when you start getting to my age, (laughs) what? So I'm definitely not lonely. No, it's good. When you start getting to my age, you know, for me, I'm very social. So I got a whole network of people that's a lot of my job so i don't necessarily it doesn't wallop me like a lot of people but man if i was just working from home and single and in my 30s or 40s like that that would be tough and i think a lot of people are experiencing that now and that you know i so and of course you know i would argue the uh the internet's made us more lonely than ever endless choice endless everything i feel it because then when i go in person i'm like yeah i wouldn't be just blowing backs out i wouldn't i just you know you got to get to know someone you know, it jeopardizes your social circle like there's so many ramifications to hooking up that the internet's taken away that we're just like oh we can all fuck each other like we're all the same and of course you know women really push for the equality which is fine but again what i always tell them um is okay well you realize you're chasing the you're all chasing the same men Men will fuck anything, and y'all chasing the same ones, and that's so. Well, that's what I mean. It's like trying to get a guy to commit now that you actually like and admire and yeah. respect. Like, good luck, y'all dictate the market. Open the legs. You're you're the gatekeepers to sex. Trust me, if you just stop doing it, if you stop fucking, if all the women deleted their Instagrams and deleted OnlyFans and deleted dating apps, it would end overnight. All these men, they wouldn't have anywhere to go. I think a lot of women would be lonely, too, if that happened. If they deleted it? If they deleted it, yeah. I think it's making women lonely because they have so much choice. They're getting men's attention. They're going on dates every night. They're getting Mm -hmm. fucked left and right if they choose to do that. But I would argue they're more lonely than ever. I think we have – I think women have a misunderstanding of what it's like for men on dating apps. I think (laughs) – that's women believe that we are literally just fucking all the time off of dating apps Mm -hmm. it's It's a small percentage of men fucking complete (laughs) fucking opposite no 90 percent of men are not fucking at all about 10 percent of the men are fucking on dating apps it's 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 crazy because you're all sharing those same men i mean this is big all this a public service announcement (laughs) wake up oh he's six five he's got a sick v taper and a big dick and he's well spoken and he's nice He's fucking other women. Mm. Oh, you like him on Tinder? Oh, he doesn't always respond to you? He's fucking other women. That's what he's doing. I I mean, that's the real... Again, I don't dictate the market. Y'all dictate the market. It's just... That's it. I mean, again, maybe guys are going to be pissed off for me saying this, but it's true. But I don't think it's going to stop. I don't think it's going to stop anything. We're way too hypergamous as a species. Y'all want the same things. We Our brains are too old. You know, 100,000-year-old brains, yeah... Like if, if women really, if we were all equal and things didn't matter, and obviously we live in a very convenient society now, fuck the five foot six guy that doesn't make a ton of money and lives in his mom basement and plays video games. Fuck that guy. You know? Yo, you don't want to fuck that guy. You want the six five alpha Chad, hyper competitive six pack. Okay. Yeah. So biology still rules all. Yep. Trust me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, every 
if, if you want that guy, chances are about 100 other women want that same guy. Thousands of other women yeah. want him. That's the problem. And then, of course, you turned into a globalized sexual marketplace to have access to it. That's what's happening. Fucking. <laughs> I did an experiment. I told you about this. I, I re-downloaded Tinder. Oh, yeah. Just because I wanted to. Because my Bumble. like, Well, let's try to get some of those girls on. I can't download it. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I have Bumble. And I have five likes on there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not active. But I have five likes on there. I was like, interesting. So I downloaded Tinder. Mm-hmm. I was like, how many likes can I get in a day? How many likes am I going to get in a day? I got nine, 19 likes in one day. In comparison to a woman, that's nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but most most guys don't get 19 likes. No, that would be, you're, again, you're a good-looking guy. I've seen your pictures. We already went over this. I looked at your Tinder. I'm like, mm, that's a swipe right. That's a swipe you're that, right. You're that four to ten percent that get the right swipe. And again, that's so that's the self awareness for women is like, oh wow, like, you know, Devante, like he's a good looking guy. Swipe right. Oh, the girl next to you that has dinner swiping right on him too. Or maybe like two girls down swiping right on him. Then there's like an even better looking guy that's like, Oh my god, look at this mm-hmm. fucking guy, and then he's getting even more right swipes. Remember there I listened to this podcast and then uh, I think it was with Jordan Peterson he was talking to this guy about uh dating apps mm-hmm. and exactly kind of what we're talking about right now. And uh there he the guy he was interviewing or maybe he, the guy no he had a Jordan Peterson on his podcast and he was talking about how he had a friend like an incredibly good-looking guy that got like insane amounts of likes on tinder and tinder literally like gave him perks and shit and like gave him like super likes and like unlifted his radius restriction oh damn just to like drive i'm assuming girls using it he was so good looking Mm -hmm. like girls would just be constantly swiping on this guy or whatever so they wanted to drive more girls to use Mm -hmm. the app so they wanted to show him in front of more women because it I think it's like a hundred men to every one girl on a dating app on average. It depending depending on the app. I'm sure Tinder is probably something like that. And I thought that was fascinating. So they if they can get more women on, that means more men come on. If it's a hundred to one, you get a hundred women on. That's when it's ten thousand men you mm-hmm. get on. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean that. But again, that's so. Then you got ten thousand, and who's the most likely to pay? The men. So you got 10,000 men paying $30 a month. You do the math. That's why these companies are worth billions of dollars now. And it's it's a sick game. And I remember what Jordan Peterson said. You know, a lot of people love, love, hate him. One of the most popular podcasters, YouTubers now. Um, He said, this is one of the most pernicious social experiments ever conducted. And he's not wrong because that's insane. I mean, to give, you know, this man like that much attention and then, of course, just to drive women onto your platform, to drive more men onto the platform, like algorithms literally mm-hmm. trapping people to try and get them on. Trust me, my brain's like, download Hinge. Why not download Tinder? Why not? Why not? Why not just fuck around? Right. I know I'm not like him, but I'm like, eh, like high enough where like I get some likes and I could sleep with people, you know? It's a powerful driver. Talk to a lot of married men that never had this technology. They're all uh like envious in a way you know i think the grass is always greener type thing where they're just like whoa like i remember that when i you know take a girl's shirt off for the first time or whatever and it's like yeah i mean you could do it a million times it's as exciting as the last but to what end so you wake up when you're 40 then you wake up when you're 50 you're still doing that shit 
and you die. And you have a and problem. You, yeah. you, and you just don't care. You don't care about your life is a problem. You know, you're pulling weight. And I tell these to, to a lot of the married men I know of, look, I mean, you're, you're pulling weight, man. Like, you, you think men like me, we're just living this awesome rock star lifestyle. And, you know, and I guess some respects we are, but it, it's not sustainable. It's not going to create any long-term happiness for sure. Not one fucking bit. Not one fucking bit. I think, I think, yeah, most people are kind of like me right now where they're, well, the people who are like me as far as the, they want a family mm-hmm. and such, I just don't think they're as driven to actually find somebody right now because I'm not, I'm not going to deal with bullshit. You know, You're also not sleeping around, I'm which is admirable because, you know, you've had opportunities, obviously. Yes. Not, your boy is not sleeping around with anybody. Smart, because, yeah, the more you do it, the harder it is to be monogamous for men and women. You know, it's people always talk about, oh, like, it's women that you can't sleep around. It's like, no, men too, trust me. It's really hard, you know, if I ever get back in a relationship again. Which I'm not. I'm not opposed to anything. Not cutting myself off from anything. I'm being very mindful of how I continue living my life. And again, I've got other priorities in my life right now, anyways. But it's. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you're. It's going to be tough for me because you know I've blasted my brain off to the fucking moon. <laughs> so you can yeah. only uh, use your imagination, but it's pretty pretty bad which is fine i'll keep using my imagination <laughs> just my imagination that's no, good because it, it'll it'll make it they've shown it'll make your marriage if you get married and have kids you mm-hmm. will have a more fulfilled marriage if both of you have lower partner counts mm-hmm. both of you but it's both it's not just women and a lot of guys I know a lot of podcasts talk about it just being women and it's just like no nah, it's you too now again Maybe it's not psychologically damaging to a man. It's not like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to get pregnant from this girl. So, like, she has to check all these boxes and then I'm going to miss her so much. It's like, no, it's just you train your brain to need bigger and bigger hits of dopamine is well, the problem. I want, a, I want a, a woman who checks off 80% of the boxes. Yeah, but I mean, if you're just sleeping with someone, yeah, you're oh, talking yeah, about yeah, being yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, men again, they they can just fuck and just walk away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if she checks no box, whatever. You know. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, it's not going to psychologically damage you by shooting a load <laughs> with somebody else <laughs> as a man. That nah, is fucking vulgar. Yeah, whatever. But it's true. Man. Fucking, they call post nut clarity for a reason. Come on, just, we've all heard. We've all oh. used these terms before. We all know about them. They're all real. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to settle. I think that's. I think that's. No, no, from, you sound like a chick. From my perspective, <laughs> no, I grew up around no, most yeah, women, you're so good, you're good. there's some you're feminine good. tendencies there, I guess. But no, I, I think that's I'm important. Just, that's good. I'm. I I think that most people who get in relationships and end up in divorce down the line, not all of them, I think they ended up settling. They were like, oh, "Well, I'm not going to get any better than this, so let me just go ahead and get with this person," and then they end up regretting it years down the line they're like fuck i don't want to be around with this fucking person anybody out there who's getting married in like four months you know good on you but you gotta understand like that's probably not gonna last you understand that you're in that severe honeymoon phase right now and you still got a a year and a couple months left until you're out of it and you're like who the fuck did i even marry
Yeah, I mean, I think that that definitely happens, but happens a fucking lot. I think, dude. yeah, but I think a lot of people like some people grow together, some people don't. I again, actually, I don't. I mean, if they're like two virgins coming together that are like, oh, like, I mean, like what they are do arranged marriages in other countries still, like India, mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't know any difference. So it's like, oh, well, if that's the social norm and that's what you're supposed to do, you know, you then you're gonna want to work it out a lot more. Versus someone like me who's like, well, well, I've had two mouths on the dick. So, like, I don't know if I'll work out with just one mouth on the dick. That sounds like a rapper name. <laughs> two mouths on two the mouths dick. Two mouths on the dick. <laughs> on the beat. Uh, if I could uh, sing that, I can use you it as be my a rapper. rapper. You ain't got to sing to be a rapper. Uh, I can't. I got no musical talent. I know that. But, um, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's true. I don't, I'm, I'm an enormous red flag. I'm a walking red flag. I know that. Along with a lot of other men. Two mouths. <laughs> That's your intro. That's your intro. Uh, once I uh, practice a little more. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. Good, I think I could be a rapper. I think I'm gonna quit all my other jobs and become a rapper now. There you go. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm gonna do with my life. I build like up, it. build up my social media accounts. Become a fucking rapper. I think I'm gonna call myself the Midwest Best. No, yeah, that sounds go. like a motherfucking hotel. And that's uh, well, it does sound like a hotel. That Jesus. that name isn't taken already. Well, somebody else can take it. Whatever. Yeah, that's, take I it. feel like any na- any more like looking up names or of anything, you just have to be careful of like is someone else using this right now. Also, sounds like it would be a fucking Kanye and Kim Kardashian baby name, Midwest <laughs> Best. West, Midwest, Best West <laughs> out here. <laughs> no offense to you guys, if you will ever hear this. Probably not. But if you do, no offense. The names are good. The names are good. It's unique. I think everyone's trying to come up with unique names now for kids. Isn't that like a thing? Well, yeah, it's always been a thing. What are you talking about? Yeah, but it's like more now than ever. Look at Elon Musk. It's like A-E-Z. Well, that's Elon. Come on, think about it, though. That's Elon Musk. You're not going to have a... A fucking, well, there are some fucking football players, man. There's one guy. His name was Kool Aid. <laughs> That's not bad. I like Kool Aid, man. <laughs> God damn it! It's like, why are we? Why are we doing this? Are you thinking? Are you thinking maybe endorsements later? I mean, <laughs> he's a college football player, and he's got endorsements now. I mean, he's Division One oh. football player. But Jesus Christ! I'm, I mean, I'm gonna start naming my kid Pampers. That's what I'm gonna do. My kid's name's gonna be Pampers. We're getting free fucking diapers. I've heard of that actually before. People just like change. I mean, just average people like changing their names just because they're like, I don't like that name, which is fine, I guess. I, go, I mean, again, people are being whoever they want to be, identifying as whatever. So why not change yeah. their name too? Yeah, my kid's name is gonna be Table. Just Table. Table Branch. Nope. He's not getting any other name. He's gonna be a one namer. Table. It's like McLovin. It's like just one name, McLovin. Yeah, yeah. What are you fucking stupid or that's something? Honestly, and that's also <laughs> one of the best comedies ever. Oh yeah, that was one of the best movies ever made. Jesus Christ! I, I love you know movie. how old I was when that movie came out. I think I was. Yeah, how old were you? I was in high school, so dude. You were by what elementary? Like yeah, end of elementary? Yeah, I was. <laughs> what year was that? Two thousand eight. Like seven or eight or something. Now, oh, dude, I was probably in two thousand. 2007, I would have been in sixth grade. Okay. Yeah, 2007, I would have been in sixth grade yeah. when I watched that fucking movie. <laughs> what a fucking movie. What a f- And I, 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 yeah, I had some serious problems when I was watching that movie. What do you mean? Oh, dude. 
I would release myself <laughs> to that movie. There's a fucking uh, Which scene, scene with that girl. She ends up throwing up. This is how big of a freak I was, dude. When she ends up throwing up on, uh, what's his name? Oh, but they show Jonah. a little bit of it. I was like, Jonah, I was, yeah. wow. Yeah. And whenever Emma Stone came on, dude, I was, I was not an okay person when I was young. What do you think I was doing too? Only it was like, fuck, I can't even remember the, the name of the movies. But anytime there was like scantily clad women, I was doing the same shit. Oh, so dude. you're not that weird. All right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. But you're when not. I think back to it, I was like, Jesus, what was my problem? Why was I such? I think about that every day. Fuck. I'm sitting here across the table from you, just being like, "What the fuck is my problem?" <laughs> so don't beat yourself up. You oh, I'm not beating yeah, myself okay. up. Yeah. I I just know that I was a nasty fuck back then. It's called being a man. <laughs> I was fucking sixth grade. I mean, even before then, I was a yeah. nasty fuck. It was just like being a guy. Wow. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I don't beat myself up. I I, mean, I laugh about it, but yeah. oh yeah, it be. well again, it's very normal. I, yeah. I think that's the thing is the problem is that you know for our generation we just were never taught like no one talked to us about it, so it was never normalized. Like I think it's better if you if you, we teach people okay like this is a normal reaction, this is normal behavior, this is why you feel this, mm-hmm. and they actually explain it. We know the science behind it now. Just like oh, you're getting a high level of dopamine, you're trying to. This is the release as oxytocin on your brain, essentially. Like, it's fine. It's just that's a powerful neurochemical. I mean, it really is. And again, we're getting bombarded with it with TikTok and Instagram and all that other shit, too. Um, and that it's the more of the awareness of it. I even talk about it with my son. I'm like, look, you know, I don't use my phone around him because I'm, he wants to use it. He wants to look stuff. I'm like, no, like when you're with dad, no phones, mm-hmm. we're very present. And uh, I mean, explained to him, like, look, these things are really addicting. Like, you have YouTube TV. You know those reels? He watches, like, YouTube TV reels. And I'm like, see that? That's that's what, like, the adults are doing, too. I bet your mom is on her phone. Your brother's on his phone. It's like, that's addicting. Like, those are those are addicting devices, you know, that we I never had when I was your age. And it's funny. He gets it. You know, it's it's really interesting oh. to, to listen to him kind of take in what I have to say, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool about having kids, <laughs> you know? Well, I... I didn't have that shit. I, I mean, we had shit. Instagram. I mean, social media really wasn't prevalent in your phone probably until about Instagram. Instagram, Snapchat. Because before then, everybody had to get on their computer to get on MySpace and Facebook. MySpace. <laughs> I mean, right? They, <laughs> yeah. Everybody had to get on their computer. And sometimes you just wouldn't get on your computer like that. And then Instagram comes out, and then you had that was sophomore year of high school. So we got that shit later than what these fucking people are getting now. And But we didn't have, like, the reels. We had Vine. I remember how big Vine was. I didn't have Vine. But I remember everybody else had Vine, and it was huge. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that's the OG TikTok right there. It was just a bunch of stupid shit. Nobody was doing anything on there that was worth watching. Mm-hmm. But it was so many dopamine releases coming to us mm-hmm. that we just kept watching. And then it went under. And then fucking, what, eight years? <laughs> eight years later, fucking TikTok comes out. And then here we are now. It's fucking massive. 
It's fucking massive. It's, it's the addictive. number one social it's media. It's a drug. It's no different than it's a, you know not as powerful as cocaine or heroin, but very Gosh. similar response. It's it's getting up there. It's the new drug for sure. Oh yeah, you look around anywhere you go, and I mean, it's weird to see it's it's weird to see people not on their phones almost now. It's like if someone's not on their phone, you're like, oh, you're like driving and not looking at your phone. Like that's weird. Well, do you feel weird whenever? Let's say you're at a restaurant and like you're waiting for food and you're the one person who's not on their phone. Do you feel weird? Or if you're sitting down somewhere and you're waiting for something and you're not on your phone. I'm it's weird because I am very aware of it, of like, mm-hmm. oh, I walk around and I see people on their phones, you know, again, with my job, hour after hour, not on a phone. But then I also know I use my phone. Like I was even it's funny you say that. I was like at the front desk. After I talked to Abby a little bit, like went up front, was like, oh, I'm like, and then Jared was like sitting up there scrolling on his phone, looking at something. And uh, I was like, oh, I got to look at my phone too. You know, it's more of the awareness of like, I don't need to look at my phone. I think I said this to him. I'm like, well, I don't need to look at my phone, but I'm going to look at it anyways. And I'm like, oh, and then I started talking out loud to him about what I was saying. I'm like, oh, here's an email that was like, you know, Redfin, a, a home for sale. I was like, that's something I don't need to look at. I'm working out right now. And then it was uh, something about a car. You know, I'm helping a client sell a car. And I was like, I don't need to answer that right now. I'm still going to look at it, and I'm going to type and respond. And he started laughing, mm-hmm. and it was just funny. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to music on my phone. I was like, thanks for listening to my TED Talk or something <laughs> like that. I think I said something like that. And uh, you know, it's it's funny that it's like I'm just as addicted as everyone else. I didn't even look at my phone. I could have just been like, oh, just talked to Abby for an hour, didn't look at my phone once. I could have just been like, put my phone down. Don't not even listen to music, work out. Mm. I didn't need to look at shit. But I did. <laughs> Dude, I always feel I always feel weird. Like whenever because whenever I'm waiting in line for something, or if I'm sitting at the coffee shop, I'm not on my phone. I'm literally people watching. Mm-hmm. And I I'm like, man, I'm the odd man out here. Like I'm the you weirdo. That people are, yeah. Like I'm the weirdo right now. If you're not using your phone. If I'm not using my phone and I'm just like, you know, being present, looking around being aware of my surroundings. I'm I'm I feel like Jesus Christ, I'm kind of weird right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not part of the norm. <laughs> and I I you're you're very aware of other people using it. Yeah. Even though you yourself have a smartphone and use it, you are hyper aware to other people using it, which I think a lot of people are. I think you look around and you're like, I mean not everybody, but people are just like, man, like a lot of people on the phone. You see people driving, they're fucking looking. You can rarely go through an intersection anymore. And not see someone looking at their phone while they're driving. Honestly, at least one or two cars, someone's looking at their phone while driving. Mm-hmm. So I mean, people get so fucking anxious if if they are waiting in line for something or if they're just around or they're around a group of people that they don't know. Mm-hmm. They'll get on their phone and they'll just start scrolling through random shit. They'll just be going through their apps, mm-hmm. their gadgets. They're not even clicking or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, you can... It's okay if you're just like sitting there, relaxing, just looking around. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You're mm-hmm. not weird. I promise you. I don't think you're weird. I think you're pretty normal. If you're fucking sitting around, if you want to start a conversation with me, start a fucking conversation. If not, you can sit there in silence. I'm cool. You're not. You're not gonna creep me out, buddy. Mm-hmm. The fuck are you gonna do to me to creep me out? Nothing. <laughs> but stop. Stop getting on your phones. And whenever you're around random people. Just because Good you're luck. kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Get yourself out of that comfort. <laughs> Good luck with that. As people are probably listening to this with their phones, but 
Yeah, yeah good but luck, this is a different. Luck. This is a different. I think music is fine because I'm a. I love music. Mm-hmm. I think listening to music oh, is fine. Music is good. Mm-hmm. Right. I, when I was younger, I used to listen to the radio. Like I'd, I'd have my TV turned off mm-hmm. and I just have the radio playing in my room. Oh yeah, and like even like YouTube podcasts, like informational things. Even you know what I was quoting with this watched a podcast mm-hmm. about dating apps. You know for what an hour and a half or. It was something like that. It was really interesting. It was like, oh wow, the, all, everything I've talked about. I'm like, yep, that they nailed it right on the head of what's happening. You know, and had shit, two million views. So it's not like people aren't re- receiving this information. Mm-hmm. It's like anything else, though, man. I don't know if people care. It's like, do people really care? It's easy to say, oh, I care because this is going to affect me or my children or my family, but. Do they care? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think most people care in this day and age anyway. Well, that's well, that's how civilizations collapse, unfortunately. <laughs> well, YouTube also is the best social media out there. That's number one. It's over it's over TikTok, it's mm-hmm. over Instagram, it's over Snapchat. Because there's so much information out there that you Which, can Yeah. And they've shown that it actually can be a net positive, depending oh, on how it's used. It is. Yeah. You, I, mean, I think YouTube is one of the greatest inventions. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Google, Amazon, YouTube, I think those are the three greatest inventions. Mm-hmm. Well, it's made the, the the rate of change very quick. So you can look up information quickly. You can order things quickly, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, it's, it's, it is good. It's, it's not all bad. It's like, can you just step back and relax too and not consume anything? I mean, what we're doing right now. Yeah, we're talking, we're recording, but we're not really consuming any information. I feel very relaxed right now. I'm always relaxed. Always. Mm. Always, huh? Always. (laughs) Almost always. That's fair. About a good 90% of the time. I wish I could say the same. I'm pretty anxious. I'm pretty wound tight, motherfucker. Which, oh yeah, I am. I think that definitely goes hand in hand with the the sex for sure for Mm -hmm. me. I'm kind of I'm wound tight in all ways, you know. It's made me very successful in a way, and also kind of an idiot in other ways. So, you know, especially when it comes to women and everything else, you know, feeding into what's going on right now. Um, so, that's something I got to be mindful of. Why I don't drink anymore? Because then it amplifies it, unfortunately, for me, and it's just not worth it. You know, and I can have fun. Like, I don't eat alcohol. I can have fun without it. And again, I don't, if you're going to drink, go ahead and drink. But I think it's more the self-awareness for the individual, you know, where it's like, oh, I can do like a little bit of pot. It's totally cool with me. doesn't make me anxious. Chills me the fuck out. Kind of nice. You know, I don't do it all the time. Definitely not as much as I used to. And then no alcohol. But that's my solution. We all have to kind of start writing our own playbooks to create stability in our life because, you know, we, we don't read the Bible anymore. We don't go to church. Yet people do, but... A lot of people in the West no longer follow religious practices. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's like, okay, that's fine, but you got to create stability some other way. And you know, for me, it's like, oh, this is my solution. You know, I'm very present. I don't drink. I a little bit of pot, whatever. Try to just chill on certain things. Also knowing it's like, eh, I'm anxious. It's okay to be anxious, to be aware of that. But, you know, how do you mitigate that while being an individual? And knowing like, okay, these are kind of my solutions to help me navigate things, you know, be able to step back, chill, but also it's like, oh, it's a great strength when it comes to other things. You know, I'm a go-getter for sure. And that's like, that's cool. I'm a hard worker. It's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. 
use that use that strength to create do things like this and um you know but also be able to tone it back you know mm-hmm. and it's like you don't need to work all the time you don't need to constantly be worrying about things you can just chill so i think that's yeah, important i mean too. when it comes down to it life really isn't that bad there's not a lot of things in life that are worth putting that much attention to that much care towards ultimately where you're just stressed out and always anxious yeah even my what were you saying i think there's a few things probably so right family but as long as you're with your family and you're spending that time with them and you care about it friends Mm -hmm. there's there's the the things in life that matter the most are, are making memories and experiences and having people that you care about around you and that care about you mm-hmm. that's that's what it all comes down to all this other shit really means nothing because we all want we all want friends we mm-hmm. want we all want people around us that care about us and that we care about i mean in in shelter okay when it comes to that anything else it doesn't mm-hmm. matter like maslow's hierarchy of needs you know yeah that's you know safety um Obviously, food, clean water, things like that. Um, and then after that, you know, obviously, social connection. Um, you know, we've kind of, we've checked a lot of boxes of, you know, wants, human wants and needs, you know, before most of our evolution. I mean, we've been scrounging around, man. We're barely, you know, barely living. Someone made it to my age. You're fucking old as shit, 33. Like, shit, the motherfucker's ready for the grave. Well, dude, people in the fucking <laughs> Bible, you know, the disciples, you think they're old fucking men. They're not. Mm-mm. They are not old men at all. Mm-mm. Well, back in that day, they were old men. Yeah, but they're depicted yeah. as being old here. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, these motherfuckers didn't walk around with no gray beards. I can almost guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers probably had baby faces some of the times. Yeah, a lot of people never made it to gray beard time. Yeah. But life was a lot more stressful, so I'm sure people were graying a lot earlier, probably, too. Why do we think that <laughs> the people, the disciples that were with Jesus, <laughs> this is how my brain works, sorry. The people that were with Jesus were like these super old people whenever we depict Jesus. And he's not an old guy at all. He was 33 mm-hmm. whenever he was crucified. And the depiction of him is, you know, young guy, beard, long hair. But then the people that he's he's leading, they depict as being these old. No, they're not old fucking people. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate that. Why is that? Why would we think that he's he's the young man just because his age is shown, but the rest of them aren't? No. No. Let's do a better job depicting people in the Bible. Let's do a better job. <laughs> it's a random thought, but that's, that's my thought. That's true. Yeah, people just did not live as long. So we're living a lot longer and uh, with a lot of convenience. And that yep. that's, that is 100% leading to the mental health yes. issue. Yes, for sure. 100%. We don't know what to do with our fucking time. Ugh, correct. A lot of time to think. And that's hard for a reptilian little brain to say, like, what do I do, you know? So. What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, no. I enjoy it. That's why I'm going out. I travel. Spend time with my friends. Do new experiences. Yep. I'm fucking going camping next week. The fuck? <laughs> I'm going camping Be next good week. for you. You can come, too, if you want. Oh baby, I uh, maybe I'll bring my son. Who knows? Yeah, do it. <laughs> there's only there's only three of us right now going. Okay, it'd be nice to get a group out there. That's supposed to actually warm up. So is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking put my own tent up. New experiences, right? 
We went paddleboarding a couple weeks ago. That was new. Enjoyed that. Still not going to convince me on the hiking, though. I'm not taking my black ass hiking. Uh Uh-uh. Mountain biking? Yeah. Maybe. Not against it. (laughs) Not against that. Small trail. Start out to see what it's like. Mm. I do that. Helmet, pads, (laughs) you know, mattress around me. Yeah. That's fair. Good, man. Well, that's as good, man. I mean, it, overall, how would you rate your quality of life right now? Nine and a half. Damn. You know how many people can say that? Not a lot. Not a lot of Americans. That's well, they're sure. probably looking at it a different way. That's that's true. Because it is it is your view. Mm-hmm. That is correct. I, but again, a lot, a lot of people would say that. I really mean that. Like, I don't think there's too many people on this planet that can say that now. We just got to get down to the core of things. What What matters? Maybe it took me a minute to understand that, but you know, friendship, I love there's for me there's nothing more special than hanging out with my friends and laughing and just talking shit to each other. There's nothing I'll put that over almost everything right now. I'll put it over everything right now just because I don't have a family and kids. Mm-hmm. So right now that's like friends hit me up unless I'm actually got something to do. I'm probably going to hang out with them mm-hmm. just because it's so, it's so good for your health. It's so good for your health. And it's amazing. One of my, Zach and I talked about it. It's like one of the best things in the world that makes it a nine and a half. Everything else is fine. Everything's taken care of right now. So I'm not worried about anything. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah. Where are you at? Oh, on a scat. I haven't thought about that. You answered that so confidently. Nine and a half. Um, Oh, I'd say like a seven, mm. if I'm being honest. Like Still a seven. above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very good at being present in my life, just being like, man, I'm a fucking lunatic. And I've definitely blown my brains apart. Um, I've definitely blasted off to the moon. I have a kid that was someone I don't even know. Uh, but I'm alive, and I got a job I love, and I got people in my life I care about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm okay with it. And I'm like, I'm just okay with my life where it is. Because you just have to be. You know, I think that's the anxious side is that, you know, that deducts the points of just like, man, I want to make that go away. I wish I could just be like a normal person and just be like, oh, like, get married and have the kids and just be normal instead of being like fucking blasting off moon crazy ass motherfucker that I am, you know. Why um, is why is having kids and then having this family well, get married, why is that normal? Why is uh, what you, because, Well, now that I, because I have a kid, and it's just like, man, that's, if I'm going to do it, like, that's not how I, sh- I should have done it. I get, I'm good at being present, being like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with my life as it is and where it's at. And I get there's issues, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, all marriages are great. And having that, it's just like, oh, it's the story, the Disney, not Disney, well, kind of Disney or the uh, story tale of, um, what, fairy tale of, Love, true love and happily ever after and all this and you just are like ignorantly bliss mm. i mean it sounds nice on paper i'll sit here and say that and just be like oh, i would make your life less complicated if you're like truly just thought that way or or could be at peace with that you know mm-hmm. i think normal is whoever you are i think me being who i am is it's normal to other people it may not be for me it's normal mm-hmm. for you who you are it's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's struggles in life regardless. Doesn't exactly, mean yeah. you're not. I think I've always hated, <laughs> man, I've always hated the term like normal, normal. and weird. Mm-hmm.
It's because you're right. I, me too. Trust me. I've fucking railed against everything. But I just feel like by railing against everything. Now, again, I'm 33. going to be 33 tomorrow. It's like, oh, and again, I, I know I'm beating myself up right now. It's like, oh, look at all these mistakes. Like my arm, like, fuck, I wish I didn't fuck my shoulder up. Like I could not have a fucked up shoulder. And then like a kid with someone I don't care about that, it, you know, didn't even know existed. Um, but you're right. I mean, that's just, makes me me. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. That's what's happening on a grander scale right now is that everybody is comparing themselves to other people. And yeah, or thinking about the of, ideal or yeah. what you're supposed to do. And then they've created mm-hmm. this idea of like, oh, that's normal because they're seeing all of it from other people. No, that's not fucking normal. Mm-hmm. No, no. Whoever you are in this moment, that's normal. Yeah. Because you are who that's you are. That's being present. Right now. That's being present. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you are normal. Just because other people, just because other people might look at you a certain way, eh, whatever. You're normal. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they're going through shit right now. They're trying to hide. Maybe yours is just out in the open. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, my God, you're, like, weird or whatever. You're strange. No, no, no. You're normal. You're going through a human experience. Mm-hmm. They are, too. They're just not on the open with it. They're yeah, normal. that's true. You're normal. <laughs> stop stop comparing yourself to other people, other people's lives. That's tough. I mean, or a societal norm. I don't compare myself to other people's life. I'm just like, oh. Or like my parents, I guess my parents, that'd be someone else's life of just like, no, and of course I know they're all fucked up. Mm-hmm. No, they're not normal, mm-hmm. you know. I think normal is being yourself. I like through that. and through. I like that. That's being yourself. Because we're, we're all very different, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> but again, be yourself, but also like, I mean, again, I do believe there's, there's something to be said for taking responsibility in your life, uh, creating stability in your life. Mm-hmm. Because again, if it's like, well, being myself says I should go kill people, like, eh, maybe that's not, like, the best thing, you know? Or, like, yes. kill myself. Like, well, that's normal. Yeah. Like, I don't want to exist anymore. So, like, mm. I mean, you can take it to the extremes. I get that, which isn't healthy. But I think we could all improve in our lives, too, while we're doing this podcast. We can all use improvement. Like, oh, I know my area of my life. I could work on this. I know myself. I know I've done all these things. But I know there's this part of my area I could improve on so that I – I can have more stability and actually a higher quality of life so that when I'm 43, I can look back and be like, ah, like that's, that was a cool decade of my life. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can look at my twenties and be like, oh, that was cool. You know, I wish I would have done some things a little differently, but again, I, I can't go back in time. I can learn from that. So the next 10 years of my life, it's like, oh, I want to actually do things this way now, mm-hmm. knowing that these things have made me me and it's not all bad. You know, it's not like I totally fucked my life up or something. So, mm-hmm. create that new normal of being yourself, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. Yes, I just, I just wish we'd stop comparing ourselves. Oh, stop. Good luck. Yeah. Buying into like this Instagram and all that pop shit. culture shit too. About <laughs> oh, you need a Gucci belt for two thousand dollars. What the fuck? That better hold my pants up. That better make me levitate. My dick better be getting sucked. Well, this fucking belt, dude. I'm not paying two thousand dollars for a fucking belt just because I want people to th- know that I can spend this much money. Man, fuck that. I don't give a fuck what people think I can spend. I like Man, how I, that's. What... I could be a millionaire, dude. I'm driving this piece of shit Impala I got. I don't give a fuck. It's paid off. It's a lot of times it makes sense to actually buy nice cars for if you again if you have most people that are millionaires have multiple businesses. You're, you're doing your own shit at that point. So like 
a lot of times. Actually, even though they are changing the tax laws, it can benefit you to buy like a G-Wagon or something like that. Ew. If you got that kind of money. Ew. Whatever the fuck you're into. I don't Negro. Know. Ew. Just saying, fucking, you, yeah, understanding the tax code is important too. I'm buying a maybe another before I buy a fucking G Wagon. Another, yeah, but you need write offs. Like, it, when you act that kind of money, sometimes it doesn't matter, but it does. Yeah. It, it is priorities in your life and where, where you where you find value. What yeah. I'm saying is, people do shit for status. <laughs> well, yeah. That most people don't even give a fuck about, let's be honest. So be normal, be yourself. You're going to be okay. Everything will be okay. Remember that, everyone. Everything is always okay. You're, you're not alone. Everyone's fucked up. But guess what? That fucked up is you being normal. <laughs> That's you being normal. Damn straight. And this has been Less Tech, More Nick. And this is Devontae. And this is Eric. Till next week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Less Tech, More Nick. Mm, y'all hear what I say. Less Tech, More Nick. For your mother and your brother, we gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days And it's strange people living strange ways So expect Let's take more neck.